0: What's hey, up, I, man? Dude, not, not much. Thanks for um jumping on the podcast.
1: Good for sure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. appreciate um, it.
0: I'm I'm really excited to uh to get you on. I mean, i have just from going to all the uh, like the mastermind events. I just know it's your a wealth of knowledge. So I, if I get a, a little bit of time with you today, I'm I'm just super excited about it. So uh, yeah, thank thanks again. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, dude. Thanks. That's cool.
0: And you're also um uh. I guess I should get it started, but I was gonna say, yeah, you're not far from me. Uh, I'm I'm in Providence, Rhode Island, so I know you're up in uh like West Springfield area.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's where the clinic is, right in West Springfield. I live in Ludlow. Oh, no, you're yeah, yeah, that's where um the clinics in West Springfield. I live in Ludlow, so uh, still Western. So yeah, not not terribly far at all. Actually, be down in uh, I'm gonna be down in Providence this weekend. Well oh, with uh, Chad. Yeah, yeah, for the perform better summit. Yeah,
0: hey, Chad, Chad, um, he knew I was I was close by too, and he um, he hit me up. He said, "Hey, like, where's a good gym in Providence to go to?" He's like, "I'm not looking for CrossFit because he know he knows I do a lot of CrossFit." He's like, "I'm looking for just like a you know your standard like meathead style like bodybuilder gym." Yeah, um, and I I uh, recommend him to go to uh, Top Strength, so I think he's gonna jump
1: jump in there. Is uh, oh Top yeah, State. that's uh, yeah, that's my boy. Uh, that's that's my boy Steve over there,
0: bro. I'm, yeah, Steve's a man. I'm I'm pretty tight with him too, so uh you, you should definitely drop in when you're in the area
1: yeah yeah i will he uh i've gone down there um i've gone down there and like to his gym uh when he had some of those events and like set up a table and like we actually pulled clients no way it. yeah dude that's uh, awesome yeah so and he's come up he's come up and he's okay with me talking about it but he's come up and uh and seen us and stuff so he's like yeah i know i know steve pretty good, dude, it's good yeah gym. good guy yeah
0: oh dude Wick, wicked nice guy i um i had him on the podcast actually relatively recently too well a couple months ago now but um yeah i've done like some of like their like competitions and stuff down there just just for fun those guys are massive but uh yeah yeah it's a cool dude, gym
1: they're uh i mean they're, they're all enhanced right but... <laughs> yes <laughs> so, yes my buddy um uh, my buddy nick Sacente uh blew his fucking knees out at steve's gym a, a year or so ago he oh was doing yeah. a fight he was uh trying to qualify right it was the osg over there and he was doing a 500 pound shoulder over just a jerk from the blocks and he went into the dip and popped his patellar tendon on one side and his quad tendon on the other so at the dip in the video you just see you go pop pop and then he just falls to the ground like, yeah. <clears throat> like thank god those dirt blocks were there or else that could have killed him
0: yeah seriously i remember hearing something about that vaguely that's rough that really sucks yeah but um, all right well uh all right let's we'll get into it I'll I'll do my little intro so I have um I have a bunch of rapid fire questions that so this is kind of the way I don't do my podcast normally and it and if we go off the rails that's totally fine but um yeah. I I typically have uh, I'll do a quick intro how do you pronounce your last name by the way Saint Ange Saint Ange Yep cool um so a couple of rapid fire questions and these, and we can they can be rapid fire or if you want to like really dive into any of them that's fine um and then uh I was kind of thinking about the, the uh, podcast to go into a little bit of, you know, your your background, how you got into PT, um, a little bit about uh, making the switch from, and and I can't remember if you actually, did you work in in-network PT or were you always out of network? No,
1: you I can did. Can talk worked, about that? Yeah. yeah, I worked in an in-network clinic where I was seeing a shit ton of patients.
0: <laughs> so we can talk about that. I can make it a switch from in-network to out-of-network because um, I think anytime we can talk about that and people listen, that's <clears> awesome. <throat> um yeah and then and then just a little bit about like your personal like background with athletics um like um i know you're in the marines right yeah yeah so, so you can talk about that like as, as little as, or as much as you want to and then like i know you're doing jujitsu and you've done crossfit so all that stuff's super interesting to me so you can yeah, talk yeah, about yeah a little bit too but
1: well, i know i saw all that on the thing that you sent over and i was like look at him doing homework <laughs> <laughs> always always yeah that's cool. good all right sweet we'll get it started uh, what's going on,
0: guys? Dr. Matt here of the Roadie Strength Podcast. We got another special guest on today, who I'm really excited for. We got Roger Saint Ange. Did I do that right, Saint Ange?
1: Yeah, Saint Ange. That's it.
0: Love, love it. All right. Uh, he's founder of Move Athletics, which is a PT clinic not far from us, uh, over in West Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, lives in Ludlow, and um, is an absolute savage with PT. Is a genius and. I'm um, just really excited to get him on and pick his brain a little bit. So uh what's going on, Roger?
1: <laughs> what's up, man? Thanks for all those all those kind words.
0: And
1: uh <laughs> thanks for having me on, man. I love coming on and uh talking about PT, talking about anything really. I just love nerding out. Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I guess to give a little backstory, we're we're both part of the um same PT group, uh, who who do out of network style PT, really focused um around athletics for for most of us, but uh uh, across the country, so we were connected through that, and um, you know, a couple of us had podcasts, and we're like, "Hey, let's uh, let's chat, let's see where the conversation goes." So um, yeah, that should be a good time. So typically with these, I like to start off with the uh, rapid fire questions. So first one that I love to talk about because I love coffee so much is uh, what is your favorite coffee shop? And if you're not a coffee drinker, that's fine. We can skip. We can go to the next one.
1: No, I, uh, excuse me, I actually love coffee. Uh, I was so high on my caffeine t- intake for a while, I quit caffeine, only for like a couple of weeks, cold turkey. Yeah. I was like 2,000 milligrams a day. Um, but I don't know, there's a, there's a bunch of different coffee shops locally around here. I just went over to a new one uh, in Chickabee called Good Works that uh, I've invented. Well, it's not new. It was my first time there the other day. That was a pretty sweet spot. I like that. But in Westfield, there's a sweet little coffee shop, uh, Circuit Coffee. That's probably one of my favorites. Awesome.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm somewhat familiar with the area because I went to undergrad at UMass Amherst, which I know is like kind of nice. like that Western mass, <laughs> but um, I didn't leave Amherst too much so I kind of <laughs> know some of the surrounding towns but just not not super well. But uh, if if I find myself in the area, I just keep this log of like, okay, where's the good shops around here? So that's good to know. These these rapid fire questions are mostly for me, but I hope the listeners get some some, (laughs) some fun out of them. (laughs) Uh, All right. Next one we got favorite go to breakfast. Now, this could be like your favorite breakfast spot, like in your area or anywhere or maybe just like what you wake up like. What's your like? What would you like to have or what do you do have on a normal day?
1: Yeah, well, uh, so I use the same coach as Chad, so I'll probably hit up Top Strength uh, when I'm in the area too. Now, <laughs> uh, but so she's got me eating like what am I like 240 grams of protein, so I try to get like 80 grams of protein in, and then I have an activity based like uh, calorie intake, so my carbs vary a lot because protein fatter set, uh, so I try to get something that has like 80 grams of of protein at least you know 60 grams of carbs otherwise i'm stuffed myself at the end of the day so recently i've been uh cooking up either some steak or leftover chicken and just throwing a shit ton of egg whites in there uh, and then having a, a couple of pieces of uh, sourdough toast on the side and a bowl of oatmeal
0: nice that's really cool 80 grams of protein in breakfast that's that's a pretty stacked protein and a us <laughs> amount of protein in your breakfast that's awesome
1: that's tough to do It is. That's why I I just started playing with it. Well, (laughs) when I first started this, I had, uh, I was like at 210 grams of protein and I could not hit it well to save my life. I was like drinking multiple protein shakes. I started getting muscle egg, right? Just flavored egg whites and just like pounding, drinking raw flavored egg whites by like the cup, like multiple cups to try to hit it. So it's taken me, uh, you know, probably five months to really kind of get in the swing of things and figure out like how to hit this consistently. And now uh, now I go over sometimes, which is okay so we got some flexibility there, but yeah, That's I have nice. to start with a big breakfast. Otherwise, like in the evening, I'm toast.
0: You're playing catch up and then it's just yeah. a mess. <laughs> um, you, uh, this is kind of sidetrack, but uh, do you um, do you do meal preps for most of your like most of your meals during the day? Do you have like containers or um uh,
1: yeah, so we'll just like on Sunday, uh, I have a Traeger, so we just like smoke a bunch of meat. We spend so much money on food because Caitlin. Kate- <laughs> And my other half, she actually, in uh, business partner, she actually is using the same coach as well. So we eat like a ton of food. So we'll just throw like a ton of chicken or steak or something on the smoker and just smoke it for a while. And then we'll just mass cook some vegetables. And I kind of weigh it out day by day. I don't get fancy with anything, right? It's like, what do I have? It's like chicken and like a salad with like some form of carb, maybe some potatoes or rice or something. So it's like very, uh, but I don't put it all out. Uh, every day i should i just don't it'd be way more convenient if i did
0: <laughs> that that's cool and so so since you're making this change have you noticed a big difference
1: oh yeah dude like uh if i were to show you like my weight graph it's funny because i also total different story here started uh testosterone replacement therapy which is how i got linked up with her because i was like as a business owner as a father like as a partner i just wasn't doing well right because i was so focused on business for so long i let my own health slip stress can be real high you know as a business owner and then uh yeah like my hormones were all jacked up my testosterone was in the shitter my free testosterone was like uh exponentially worse like disproportionately a lot worse um so i started i switched up my my form of training really dialed in the diet and i started some testosterone replacement therapy Um, And over the last like six months, man, it has made a world of difference. Like I feel better. I'm motivated. I'm just like a nicer human being. Um, Testosterone doesn't make you a nice human being, but it does make it so you're not so moody. Right. And like just grouchy all of the time. If you're, if your hormones are in the shit or like, it's not, it's not a fun place to be. So it's funny because uh, I'm on like a, a, a cut kind of, so to speak, but my weight started up here and it goes way down and then it comes right back up over the course of five months without like really changing anything it's just like the loss of body fat and then building it back up with um with the muscle and the type of training and just prioritizing rest and everything so
0: that's really cool Huge difference. um The uh did you so you went through Allie to kind of uh, is Allie, Allie um is his, yeah. his coach Gilbert, I saw yeah. I've been seeing Chad post about her that he's been working and, and getting great results and um I actually I don't know if it's an algorithm thing but I was on YouTube the other day you know how it has like the recommended videos yeah. I saw her on um a huge i think it might have been like mark bell's podcast if somebody's podcast
1: i'm like oh that's oh, yeah she's like <laughs> yeah yeah she's a real deal man she's like yeah. she's kind of a deal she was on uh, elite uh elite fts the other that's day what it was. that's Bell. what it was yeah yep. she's like she just travels all over and she does uh she speaks at conferences like every weekend she's going to be a perform better this weekend she's hosting her own uh conference in november um in austin so yeah it's it's really cool to see and, and that's the other thing i like about it too is that like It's not just my training that I have here. It's like, I'm also taking this as an opportunity to really expand my network because we see a lot of guys that are enhanced, right? And then if they have some cardiovascular issues, like they need a cardiologist to go see that isn't just going to tell them to stop doing steroids, right? That isn't going to shave them for their choices. Like that's actually going to look at the situation, understand how it all works and help them be healthy despite whatever, you know, whatever, whatever other choices they're making. So being able to like expand this network of people that are really focused in on what we do as well, like in a whole nother aspect and like have all these different providers. That's been huge for me as well.
0: You know, what's crazy about that too, is um, there's been a couple people who have been a little more um, like open about talking about, you know, TRT and like, um, uh, you know, enhanced you know supplements and uh you know steroids and stuff like that but i feel like it's only been like not even five years like the, the past yeah. five years like when people are actually starting to like talk about it which is great because the more knowledge that's out there is like you can actually help these people do it correctly and and give it to the people who actually need it in the first place instead of just yeah. shunning it completely um so that's that's really cool a couple names think about um who is it uh derek more plays more dates has been like really open about this recently um or just in general for the past like probably two years maybe um there's a couple of the guys who have been talking about it and it's been really it's been cool to see that that it's out there and and the information is becoming more like accessible to people which is which
1: is great i think it's huge right because uh we live in an age where it's like, everybody talks about to- toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. but like the real fact is that like testosterone is dropping, men's health is, is dropping. And like the actual masculinity of men is, <laughs> is dropping literally. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, there's such a stigma around going in, uh, in like doing things like testosterone replacement therapy. And there's such a misunderstanding of what it is. Cause like, it's not steroids, right? It's literally a hormone. Placement because I'm not making enough of what I should be, you know, and like that really affects your moods. Like, think about a woman going through menopause, right? Right. Like, it's tough because their hormones are all out of whack. It's the same thing, right? Instead of menopause, like andropause. Um, And the more people that are open and talk about it, it's like the more men are going to be willing to step up and say, like, "Hey, I've got this problem, and let me get it looked at." The problem is that, like, the traditional medical community doesn't understand it right you go to your primary care they're like oh you're within the normal ranges except for the normal range is like a 350 obese dude that hasn't been able to to see his own genitalia without a mirror in the last 10 years
0: (laughs) right like Yeah. yeah like the
1: normal isn't the optimal and every you know every generation every couple of years like the normal is changing like they didn't have a standard of like this is the normal and they're holding people to it as the normal changes the normal changes you know what i mean Right, right. Um, so even even when I told a couple, like, I've gotten shit about it, right? Yeah. And, like, I've told people, like, about, like, I put in work, right? Like, I have not missed my macros a single day mm-hmm. since working with Allie. I've not missed a single workout. I've been prioritizing sleep. Like, I've been putting in work. And people are like, yeah, well, you're on TRT anyway, so, like, it doesn't even <laughs> matter. I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking You don't even know what I was dealing with, right? <laughs> like, I had literally, like, some real personal stuff. I had zero sex drive right yeah yeah none like listen yeah. uh caitlin you know left her practice <laughs> in in texas moved up here partnered in mine right and then it's like what kind of personal problems do you think that that arises right what how do you think that makes her and it's nothing to her like it's literally just where my like hormone levels and things are at much better now but like still before it was like even me yeah. like is there something there's something wrong with me like right what's going on so i i like to talk about it because there's other people that are dealing with it you know yes
0: 100 and and to your point too of like oh people are just like pointing at like oh it's just it's the trt it's trt and it's like sure like yes i need my hormones to be balanced like to be optimal but like do you know how many guys i know you know out there who are sedentary who have been prescribed PRT, TRT, who like they're on, they've been on TT for yeah. years, like they're not, they don't look super jacked. Like, you know, yeah. it's like,
1: <laughs> so that's yeah, that's the thing.
0: Like one piece of the puzzle. It's just that's yeah. it. <laughs> and
1: it's like if you're, it, oh, the reason you see so many people that are jacked on TRT is because they put in the effort, right? Because body fat is a very, infl- it's the most inflammatory tissue, right? So if you want to actually optimize your testosterone, right and you want to actually be healthy you Mm -hmm. have to get your body in that state otherwise it's like putting racing fuel in like a a 1986 corolla like it doesn't matter yeah yeah hey like good luck it's just you're still going fast yeah it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter so that's that's why we see so many people that are jacked because like they find themselves in this situation and they prioritize their health really hard right Right. and they know what it feels like to be there and they don't want to be there i I can keep taking trt if i don't keep up the healthy habits like i'm gonna end up in a very similar situation because my body's not gonna be able to utilize it
0: right right yeah Yeah. it's, it's interesting um and i think huberman has been another one talking about this a lot is that uh it's good to just know even if you're not supplementing or you don't need to supplement it's good to just know where your levels are at so i've been this year been getting more like blood testing see where it's at I know he's recommended there's been a, a couple of supplements like um the tonga tonga ali i think is one of them mm. um there's a couple, couple of supplements out there that like you know with supplements in general like how much does it actually help but you know some stuff that potentially has some benefit uh and um uh, but i've been really more in tune with like okay what are my levels at like am i optimized let's get some blood testing but i thought it was funny that um i went for my physical who I, actually, I love my primary care doctor, but, but, but he's, he is the medical model. So I'm um, for my physical, and I've been paying for, for my own blood testing, like every six months or so I'm like, Hey, like I'm here. Can I get some blood testing? He's like, do you have any issues with this, this, this? I'm like, no. He's like, then you don't need it. I'm like, come on. like I'm like, <laughs> well, I know that's, that's like, that's the script. I'm like what he needs yeah. to say, but like, I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll just keep doing things on my own then out of network, which uh, we'll, we can talk about that in a second too. Yeah. But, um, uh <laughs> Um, as far as I'm I'm curious about the process, um, and we can talk about this as, as little or, or as or that much as you want to. Like, like like let's say with Ali, for example. So typically with TRT, it's it's by I mean, or, or almost always I would accept is like is by prescription, right? So how mm-hmm. what's what's the process look like for um like someone who's like looking to like uh, I guess probably the first step would be go and find someone who is a physician or, or go and find someone, is there like a company that, that you would use or? Anything you recommend yeah. on, on that front?
1: Yeah, so uh, I've tried a couple of different companies. Um, you know, I don't want to name the ones that I don't like, yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm on my <laughs> third company mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's Merrick Health. Allie has a partnership with them. Okay. Uh, but it has been the best experience that I've had, right? One, I was paying a monthly fee uh, for no reason and it would mm. take them forever to get back to me. And it's like every month, it's like I have to pay. It was just paid quarterly and it would take them long time to get back to you and it just didn't make any sense why i was paying so much money for nothing like literally for nothing yeah and then they went around like a backwards way of trying to like increase testosterone and they did some things that uh it turns out that everybody that is really deep in the world of testosterone knows are not the best way to go about things and then the Mm -hmm. second company i worked with they were a little bit more i didn't actually work with them i got some testing and had a consult with them Mm -hmm. uh actually didn't i didn't even redo the blood test because it was so close i could still use my other one so i did um I did a consult with them and it went well. They were a little bit more informative, but then there was like some hard pushy salesmanship on the backside of it. Mm. And I was like, yeah, you just lost yourself a client. Like I'm, you're not going to be like <laughs> condescending towards me. And then I was talking to Allie and she let me know about the company Merrick Health that she works with. And this has been by far like the best experience. Like they're very, um, they're very well put together Mm. Uh, you don't have like a monthly fee that you have to pay. Like you pay two fifty per consult with the doc, but legally you only need to do that once a year. Yeah. Um, and they have a health concierge that can, that middleman's between you and the doc to make sure anything that happens. Like you don't actually have to pay that fee. They, and they, I think they make their money from like, they use their own pharmacy and they get like, you know, sure. cut from that or whatever, but I'm not paying them every time that I have a meeting with the health concierge and this t- in uh, I have a question. Yeah. And it's been great. So they, they ship everything right to your door. They give you, they won't give you a script for outside of it. I don't think yeah. because that's how they're probably make their money. Right. But uh, yeah, it's been great. I linked up with them. Uh, got some blood testing done. They have their own like lab values that they've developed that mm-hmm. they follow as optimization um, because they work with actually healthy people. Right. So they right. they know what they want you to be. And it was great to see because I they told me the same things that I heard from other companies uh, of explanations of like the blood work, but then they actually went like two to three layers deep into the why, you know, there's all the whole hormonal cascade. And I haven't studied that stuff in so long. It's all over my head. Right. But, uh, the, they're like, all right, so this drives this and this does this, and this is here. So it's like, this is low, but this is good. This is good. This is low here, here. And they like, just put the puzzle pieces together. And when they're talking to me, it makes sense. I forget it, you know, later yeah. on, <laughs> but I'm like, unless I write it down, I'm like,
0: uh,
1: okay, I can understand that. Right, uh, And it makes total sense, the plan of care. And they've been, uh, they've been great. So, I mean, step one, I would, uh, you know, you can reach out to um, to Allie if you wanted to mm. on Instagram. She's got like a sweet uh, deal with them where you get the blood work and you get a free consult uh, up front with the, the health concierge, whereas normally you have to go right to the, the doc and then you can get a feel for them and see if, you know, you want to work with them and, and what the blood work looks like. And then you can go mm. from there or you can just reach out to AmeriHealth directly. Um, but I definitely recommend them. I just go to like the local ish lab core and they draw my yep. blood and do everything. And, and it goes from there. There's some people that use a a mobile phlebotomist. I don't, I wish I did though. <laughs> fun just people come to me.
0: That's where I, that's where I go to is, is lab core, but I don't have the other piece of it, which just like you said, like, like, I know my field really well, the PT field, but when it comes to, like, lab testing and stuff like that, I'll get the results, and I'm just like, um, okay, like, I, I I, think I'm probably going to reach out to her because I need that extra step of, like, okay, who I need someone to interpret these for me and tell me, like, is this optimal for all these levels? Because it, it's not just as simple as, like, one number high or low. There's a lot of different factors in there, you know?
1: Yeah, dude, they gave me, so when you start working with them, they give you a printout that they make for you of, like... Everything that is either you know essential to a plan of care, recommended or optional. Like obviously, there's like a bunch of shit in there that you could do that you don't have to do. So if you mm-hmm. want to, you can. Um, like I've you know taken a couple of things from there, like glutathione and like vitamin B injections that are just I don't know. I want to I want to play with it. Out. They yeah. make money. Yeah, they make money through that of like, hey, this is an optional thing or maybe a recommended thing that's in there that they didn't actually recommend. It's just in this printout but the printout is like this thick of paperwork and it explains like literally everything and it's like what the dosage would be what the cost how long it is how long like each thing you buy would last and like when to use it what to use it for what's synergistic like all these different things which is great what i really love though is like the languaging in like the first couple pages is more like uh like this is not going to really fix your problem right like it's not going to make you uh, all of a sudden this badass person, like you need to go out there, you need to work hard, you need to expose yourself to cold, right. go sit in a sauna, work hard, lift weights, right, dig in, start journaling, you know, like it's just like be a better human and like this stuff is going to help bring you along. Yeah. Um, and I was like, shit, these are my people. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
0: And and kind of, you don't
1: have to go, go into too
0: much detail. Is that kind of the opposite of what the company before was saying? Were, were they usually more like, you said the salesman was pushing, was it more like, scare tactics type stuff or like was it just like just it in your face
1: yeah it was like uh you know i was i had the console one well and then he called me afterwards to try to sell me like some specific protein type stuff i have no idea yeah is it gonna be a bodybuilder are you a bodybuilder and i was like no not really like, well, <laughs> let me tell you something and it's like you know how this works no you don't so i'm gonna tell you oh geez like, yeah man i don't really want to have this conversation he's like i'm doing you a favor right now I'm going to oh, save you, man. We're going to do this. You need to get this. Listen, man, I'm, I'm trying to do something nice for you. And you're telling me no. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to get off the phone. And it like went on. Like I stayed on the phone for way too long, just like out of curiosity of how far he was going to go. And I was <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm done now. So I'm going to get off the phone. Uh, please don't ever contact me again. And I just wow. hung up. Yeah. Because he was like, it was very condescending. Like, yes, I'm better yes. than you. I know more than you. I'm trying to do you something nice. And you're spitting in my face. How disrespectful of you. And I was like, "Yeah, you have some problems." That's wild. Sure that nobody I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really wild. All right. Um. So I want to. Um. I definitely want to get into some PT stuff <gasps> with you. So what? Um. Uh, this kind of this kind of does flow nicely into the next uh subject of this whole idea of like kind of the traditional PT or traditional healthcare system versus kind of like the out of network kind of like more athletic base or like concierge style. Like okay if I want to really optimize fitness and health, like I kind of have to move outside of that modern yeah. like, typical healthcare system. So, um, but I'll backtrack from that a little bit. Um, I want to get a little backstory on it. And and again, say as much as you want this is, is how will you got into uh PT to start?
1: Oh yeah. So I, <laughs> uh, I was a knuckleheaded kid. If we go way back. Uh, and I was like kicked out of my house when I was 14 and I was living on the streets and I ended up in the Marine Corps when I was 16 because I needed to get away from Springfield for a while <laughs> and separate myself from the crowd I was rolling with, right? Uh, and then when I was in the Marine Corps, I stumbled on CrossFit. This is like 2006, 2007, like early, early days there. What uh, uh, what gym was it? Uh, no, it was just on the internet. Uh, oh, it was, okay. it was like 2008, 2008, I think. Yeah, no, I just found oh. it on the internet.
0: Like .com workouts there. Yeah.
1: So it's CrossFit.com. I learned how to do kipping pull-ups, butterfly kipping pull-ups because I didn't know real kip, like standard kip was a thing. Cause it's just what I saw on the internet was right. people doing butterfly. And then I was like, Oh, I don't know how to do those regular ones. Um, so yeah, I just, I just found it. I have no idea how I found it, but I kind of dabbled in that and then I uh, got big into it. Uh, and then I started becoming the uh, body composition NCO, like for my uh, the company that I was in the Marine Corps, and um, you know, it was my job to get the fat bodies that we called them affectionately, the people that couldn't pass their physical fitness tests or hit, uh height heightened weight standards to pass. They loved it because it was totally involuntary and on their lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> so when I got out, I was like, shit, I could do this. Uh, actually I was on my way back from Afghanistan and I was searching in the area, uh, my area for when I get home on leave of like CrossFit gyms, because there were none in the area. And then I saw this dude in the Air Force, one of my best friends now ever, uh, named Heath, opened up a spot. So I sent him an email and I was like, hey, man, I'm coming home on post-deployment leave. Uh, can I work out at your gym for free? <laughs> like Specifically. <laughs> I was like, sure, why not? Uh, so then, you know, I went over there and that was my first time at a CrossFit gym. Um, so then, you know, I got what, into... What gym was that? Uh, CrossFit Iron Will i yeah. we're they're closed now uh because I owned it for a little while after Heath moved back to Colorado, but I had a uh um uh, a poor a poor partnership that didn't sure. work out for me. so I walked away from it and then he shut the gym down shortly thereafter. Yeah. Um not not Heath, the the other kid that I partnered with, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, so I ended up you know coaching CrossFit when I got out of uh the Marine Corps, and then I just noticed that like you know, these people were coming in, they're losing an entire body weight. Or entire person in body weight, like literally 100 pounds, 150 pounds, some people like ridiculous amounts of like improvement in their health, right? They get off their diabetes medication, their cholesterol medication, like all of their metabolic diseases would just dissipate. And they'd have knee pain with squatting or like back pain with running. And they would go out and they'd see a chiropractor or a physical therapist or their medical doctor or surgeon. And they'd be like, ah, cross it's bad for you. Stop doing that. I'm like, that is terrible advice because you are literally like half the person that you used to be, right? And right. your health is much better. Like, this is not the right way. So I started getting into, um, you know, just some self-education, movement, mobility, like movement quality, that type of stuff. And I just started helping people like on the side through like personal training type services. Uh, and I realized that I was getting better results than the professionals in this area were. <laughs> right?
0: so I was like, shit, I guess I should get
1: some credentials. Uh, and do this. And I thought naively that PTs like actually knew about the body. Uh, Turns out that uh, in network PTs, a lot of them know nothing about the body and they don't work out and they're not fit at all. Like, I don't know about you, but in PT school, I got zero education on how to squat, how to deadlift, how to break down a clean and jerk, how to do any of that. We didn't even have like real exercise prescription. Like there was no strength and conditioning, which is crazy to me that our field is based on like breaking down movement and prescribing exercise. And there's literally zero education in it. The yeah. only, the only place that I know um is my dog Miguel School that has an elective course that's strength and conditioning for physical therapists, because mm-hmm. Miguel created the course as his capstone and implemented it. <laughs> like that's the only it's crazy, right? So um, so I, I ended up getting into uh into PT school uh that way. And, you know, then when I got out, I realized that I still have no idea what I'm doing. So I did a residency, I did two fellowships. uh, And then by that time, I was so burnt out because I was not only doing that, like on the other side of the state, which I mean, Massachusetts is small, right, but it's still a two hour drive to get to Woburn and Boston. So I was working, you know, 40, 50, 60 hours in Springfield, driving out there for an extra 10 hours a week. Uh, not including commute time, plus one weekend a month, plus like Grand Rounds and Journal Club because they couldn't come up with a worse name than Journal Club <laughs> uh, for all that stuff. And, and, you know, I was seeing 30 patients a day. I was working in a, a clinic where they wanted to book four patients on the hour, every hour, every therapist, right? And then we got bought out by another company out of New York and it just got even worse, right? So like then I would have four patients, somebody else would have four patients and they would call out and then suddenly I'd have eight patients, right? And people would come in at the wrong time and then I would have 12 patients. Like at the same time, that's insane and probably illegal, but like insane, especially definitely illegal because they would have Medicare in there at the same time. Like, oh, just move them on on the schedule to somewhere else. What does the record show?
0: Yeah, they didn't overlap them. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's absolutely insane. So like nobody can get better, right? Like I, I would just be in there like, and I was trying to give good care. So I wasn't just, you know, putting people on the bike for 10, 15 minutes for no reason and putting them on heat and ice pack. Like all the things that we know doesn't get them better. People just do that for- manage their time to get their notes done so then i'm taking you know four hours five hours of notes home like every day just making shit up because i have no idea what i did with anybody at the end of the day or you know when i finally get the notes down a week later because there's so many of them on a sunday um so i just i woke up one morning and i was like dude i can't do this yeah and i was like i can't do what like i had to have i guess seriously like sat there uh and just had a conversation with myself like what is it that you can't do and i was like is it helping people is that not you we don't want to do that Cause it's kind of fucked up <laughs> your whole job is to help people. Like, like, nope, that's not, that's right. not it. Right. It's like, I just can't do it this way. Mm. Uh, this doesn't make any sense. Like I, especially with, you know, I would, because I was the guy that worked with athletes, the CrossFitters, the Olympic weightlifters, the powerlifters, they would come in. And then like, we didn't have anything to use to, to, you know, like I've been pain with deadlifting 400 pounds. Cool. I have a, a barbell that I brought in and I don't have 400 pounds of weights here, you know? <laughs> Um, or like they'd come in with back pain and we get them to a certain point and then they would just be lost in the mix relatively quickly because there's so many patients. And then it's like, this isn't right. This isn't serving people. So then as soon as, uh, as soon as I finished my second fellowship, because I got this company to pay for everything, uh, and they didn't make me sign anything saying I was going to stick around. I just, I just quit. I, I drove to work that morning. Uh, that I was having those doubts, I looked up how to write a letter of resignation, like on my drive to work, <laughs> <on my> phone, <laughs> and pulled it up on the work computer, copy and pasted like my name into it, and uh, turned it in. And then there was like three weeks' notice. Guess I'm gonna figure out how to open a business. Wow, and uh, that that's yeah, that's cool.
0: I I um I'm right there with you as far as like I worked two years. Um, in-network and same thing it was just crazy non-stop like it was a zoo one one of the best ways I've been describing it when, when people ask me like oh how was the in-network I'm like I worked I worked as a waiter for Olive Garden for a little while and like as you can imagine <laughs> At Olive Garden when it's busy, everybody just wants refills of soup, salad, breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like having to run between like 10 different tables refilling soup, salad, breadsticks. I'm like, that's literally what it felt to work at an internet. network. Like I was just running around to each person like
1: nonstop. <laughs> that is like, yeah. And I think that's the that is the best way to describe it. That's literally <laughs> what you're doing. Like, yeah. You're not actually, like you can't sit down and listen to anybody in that situation like at all guard you can't like have a conversation and find <laughs> about how their day was and like care about them no so you're just like here you go i'll be back yeah here you go i'll be back like hey catch <laughs> You know, like,
0: <laughs> literally literally so i'm like yeah. this the, i remember like that is the same feeling i had I just stressed the entire day and mm-hmm. then at the end of the day like oh, i should not have to do notes it's See, just was, like... <laughs> for now, now you gotta write
1: notes about it <laughs> yeah it really is it really is yeah. terrible in uh You know, I love when people have gone through the system already, Mm -hmm. right? Because when they come to us, it's like they already know, right? When somebody hasn't gone through that and they haven't had the experience, they can be skeptical. Like, well, why would I pay out of, why would I pay for out of network when I could use my insurance? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? Why would you finance a new car when you could buy a 19, what did I say earlier? '68 like Corolla for $400. Right. Why would you do that? mostly because one's reliable and one's going to get you where you want to go. And one is, one is just going to be a whole bunch of headaches and a whole bunch of hidden costs. Right. Like that's really what it comes down to. So the people that have gone through, they've done it, they've tried it. Like Mm. they get it. They're just like, I don't don't care. I just want to feel better. Yeah. Right. And there's a certain. I was going to
0: say those those end up being some of the best clients too, that they, they kind of have to go through the the network for a little while to realize like uh, this isn't working. And then they come see you afterwards, like, okay, this is what I
1: needed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but You know what? Sometimes people aren't ready. They have to be there, yeah. right? The pain of yeah. staying where you are has to be worse than the pain of spending money, which is funny because it's just a matter of what you value, right? Like my, one of my PTs loves sneakers. I will never spend money on sneakers because I don't have that money. It's too expensive. It's not that I don't have the money in my bank account. It's that I'm unwilling to spend it on that thing that I don't value. Right. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Like I spend a well, as we already talked about, I spend a lot of money on my health. Totally. Right. I invest heavily in my health. I just told my kids that if they, which is funny, I'm excited to see how this plays out. Uh, They're 12 and 13. I just told them if they run a mile every day for a year, I'll give them a thousand dollars at the end of the year. It was my birthday the other day on August 21st. So if they run every day, one mile and next year on my birthday, um, they're going to get two grand. Well, each they're going to get a grand, but it's like, that's it's awesome. not hard, right? It's not going to take them a long time. It's just something that is going to encourage them to have healthy habits. And for me, like that's a, that's a worthwhile investment. If they can run it, like, what is that going to do for their habits, their thought processes, their development as a human, right? Cause there's going to be days where it's cold, where it's wet, where they don't want to do it. They're having a bad day. Right. Mm-hmm. But what happens after you get through that hump of exercise, it starts to become you know, like a meditation of sorts. It's just stress relief. You look forward to it. You suffer kind of when you don't have it. Right. So I'm hoping to build that habit in them. But that's because I'm willing to invest like in their health as well. You know, right, so right. There's a certain subset of people that they'll never invest in their health. And that's okay. Right. Like by me, not accepting insurance directly doesn't exclude them from health care. Right. Right. I don't care when somebody says that they can't afford it. And people can disagree with me on this. But everybody can afford it Mm -hmm. if they want to, right? One, we've had people like start GoFundMes, right? To come in. (laughs) Uh, But then also the people that say they can't afford it, like look at the things they spend money on, right? Right. Like do you go out to the bar and drop $200 every weekend? Do you go out to eat and spend a bunch of money on fast food, right? Do you get Botox, lip fillers, injections, expensive sneakers, bags you don't need, clothes you don't need? Like people spend money where they want to, right? But when it's, it's like groceries. Like nobody wants to spend money on groceries. Mm-hmm. And Like sometimes you you have to spend money that you don't want to.
0: Um, What's so- nice about um, about our the population, like in our setting, like like the people, a lot of people who see me are athletes. A lot of people that, who see you are athletes. Is that we I guess we get the benefit with most of these people that are coming in and, and seeking us out already value their health at least to some degree, so they know that like okay like. This is going to be worth a worthwhile investment because my health is like is important to me. So yeah. it's a lot of the time just explaining to them like, okay, this is why this is more valuable than that, and they're like, okay, I'm bought in, I'm I'm good, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And
1: I like to tell people too, like it's it's not that we don't accept insurance, right? Like I'm right. not the reason that you can't use your insurance. If you have out of network benef- out of network benefits, if yeah. your insurance covers it, we will do everything we can to help you get money back. Mm-hmm. Right, totally. You don't have out-of-network coverage. That is not us preventing you from using your insurance. That is your right. insurance not covering it, right? right? Again, that's your insurance that's getting in the way. That's not us. We're not saying, hey, no, you can't use it. We'll give you everything you need to get reimbursed if you have it, right? right? But then we have people that are like, yeah, sometimes they're like, I, I just don't want to deal with that. Like, It's going to be a huge hassle, so I'm going to just go in-network so they can do it. Yeah, because that's how much of a pain in the ass it is. Like, We have Reimbursify. We have an app that they can do... You just admit it really easily. And people still are just like, yeah, I don't know, sometimes. But what will happen when people go to an in-network facility is like, if they haven't gone, I just tell them what to expect. I'm like, hey, have you gone to an in-network? And they're like, no. I'm like, all right. Do you want to know what to expect? Yeah. Yeah. So this is what to expect. This is what you would get here. And this is what to expect there. And I just check in on them. Hey, how's it going? This is exactly what you said it would be, (laughs) right? And then like, I'm like, hey, how are you feeling? I'm not any better. Weird, because we would expect you to feel much better by now if you were here and then they're like, okay, I'm coming back. Right. And then it ends up costing them a lot more money and a lot more time because they've gone, you know, for however many visits, let's say it's 12 visits that they went somewhere for three times a week for a month. They spent $50 copay because $50 is cheaper. Right. But still $150 a week. (laughs) So 50 times 12 plus all the travel time. And this is the thing that people don't think about. Right. It's like when you're going, these in-network clinics and you're coming at this high volume, if you go there and, you know, it's a 20 minute commute there, 20 minute commute back, and you're there for an hour, that's an hour and 40 minutes. How many times do you have to go to be equivalent to an entire work week? Right? Yeah. And then it's like, you, you lost all that of your life. It's like, you just went and worked that long for free pretty much right you paid them to not get you better there's a huge cost to it and then you get the surprise bills in the middle later on and then you come see us afterwards and it's cost you a lot more money but I mean, you could have just shortcut the process
0: right right
1: you can yeah. buy nice or you can buy twice <laughs> right
0: right yeah i think that's especially the people who are like extremely um they realize that their time is so valuable like they see our style of PT they're like oh that's exactly what I need like and especially if they've done the like three times a week to PT after arranging my schedule try to figure this out oh man I missed like a couple visits now I'm like I'm behind I'm not getting better They're like oh you're with me for an hour we can actually have an effective session (laughs) and then I'll only have to see you maybe like I mean it depends on the person but maybe like if you're seeing three times a week somewhere else maybe just once a week here like like oh wow this is way more time efficient like i have so many things to do during my week that are that are worth my time whether like they're a busy professional or they just want to like do more like fun things in their week like like oh this this is very worthwhile
1: <laughs> yeah dude it's crazy how much time like how much progress you can make in one visit when you have an app when we when the therapist the clinician the doctor has time to think and be yeah. present and like actually help you understand what's going on so you can take care of yourself it's amazing the the results that you can get,
0: totally, yeah, I love it. Um, let's um, I'm glad we talked about that. Um, because I, I really love to get your perspective on that. Um, but uh, so we'll we'll switch slightly. Um, I want to get a little bit into your background of athletics. I know you, so you you've done you've done CrossFit. Um, and I uh, I've seen recently you've done more of like the jujitsu. Um,
1: yeah. I, so I haven't done I haven't done a ton of jujitsu recently, but I used to I used to do okay. a lot of it. I used to do um so I uh was in the Marine Corps that's really what got me into fitness Mm uh before that I like put on like an all-gray sweatsuit when I was getting ready for boot camp ran like a mile and did some bicep curls felt like rocky and I was like terribly out of shape and I was like this is fitness boy did I find out that I was wrong there um but yes then I got into CrossFit and then I got into Olympic weightlifting dabbled in powerlifting a little bit um and then all throughout um College, I did uh some some wrestling and well not for the wrestling team, but like some wrestling, some jujitsu and uh Muay Thai and a little bit of mixed martial arts. That's where I got this this ear from, <laughs> which I like to tell people when they're like, What happened to your ear? I'm like, It's a birth defect. Thanks for asking. And they're like, Oh my god, I'm like, no, I'm just kind of just messing Make with it. Make them you. feel bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, and then uh I haven't done that in a little while. It is something that I want to get back into though. It's just mm-hmm. uh the time component of it you know because you really yeah. to do that consistently to just not get beat up all the time <laughs> yeah yeah
0: that's something i i started to like toy around with last year and it was the same thing like if you're in it going like three four times a week like you're feeling good but then once yeah. you start to go like more sporadically you're like damn, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm showing up like once a week was every other week just just get beat up pretty bad yeah. by all these guys but yeah um, that's cool that's cool
1: Yeah. So now now I'm just, uh, you know, I'm working with Ali Gilbert and uh, we're doing a lot of, um, you know, bodybuilding type stuff. Uh, But it's great because she really prioritizes like the general physical preparedness aspect of it, too. So we have still got conditioning workouts, but I'm just not murdering myself, uh, you know, in the gym like I was doing before, because like really well thought out, good, broken. Yeah,
0: totally. Totally. I feel that.
1: I just need someone to tell me what to do.
0: Yeah. Like accountability from someone else is just like, it takes away your own biases of like, oh yeah, I can do that. And well, hey, maybe that's too much or like, or maybe push you when you don't want to be pushed at the same time. So that's yeah. always good. Um, speaking on that aspect, what's working for you right now for, um or what, or what are you liking even for, for other people, like clients, patients on, uh, as far as recovery goes, like maybe like, I know you mentioned like ice bath, mm-hmm. sauna, um, any like massage work or do you, are oh, you yeah. getting PT work like, at, your, at your own clinic
1: or stuff like that? <laughs> I do get PT work when I need it at my own clinic. Mm. Uh, the problem is having room to get me on the schedule because they're always so, (laughs) always so booked. Right. Um, but so yeah, I have a, I have a cold plunge that I fairly recently got. Uh, I was taking cold showers for a long time. Um, cold plunge I do in the morning really just wake me up. I like it. Right. It, uh, boosts like the serotonin, dopamine, all that stuff starts the day off really well. Um, But do I say that? Like, Hey, when I, with the cold plunge, like I feel way more recovered. I wouldn't say so. I think it's a good habit because most of the time I don't want to get in there and it's just a habit of doing something that's uncomfortable that I don't want to do. And there are like a lot of health benefits that come with it. And then we have a, we have a sauna. So I'll go in the sauna. So I try to get, um, you know, the minimum for the cold plunge is 11 minutes a week that you you need for the benefits. I think the sauna is like 57 minutes. So I'll get in the cold plunge for three minutes a day and then i try to sit in the sauna for 20 minutes so that way there if i miss a couple of days like it still hits those ranges um pretty easily oh, that's
0: cool i haven't heard that i like that sweet um what about um any any tech that you're liking right now do you use like uh any of the whoop bands or apple watch or anything like that
1: yeah so i have a problem uh with these tattoos this is the only <laughs> watch this uh whatever kind of polar it is that i no found no actually reads through them so there was like that yeah because my tattoos go all the way down most people stop like here yeah Um, so a lot of these watches they don't read them i've had expensive watches i've had apple watches like the apple watch version 2 i think read through it and then all these other ones they just like tell me that i'm dead every once in a while and there's a hack (laughs) of putting like these little clear discs on the back of it i tried that for a while um didn't really work i think what it is is that um it needs red light to get through the dark ink, right? Because it's all very black here, right? It's, right. Like, it's all very black. Um, so most watches have a green light. This one has a green and a red light. And I think I'm hypothesizing here, right? But I think that's yeah. what makes it actually read. And then I've got the uh the aura ring cool. that I don't really use as an activity tracker. I just use it for my sleep.
0: Yeah, that I like that too. That's cool. Um, all right. So we'll f- we'll start to finish up here. I do want to um just cause just because I'm genuinely curious. We'll keep these short, but we'll I'm gonna go through the last couple of rapid fire questions because I want to know what your answers are. And then um we'll we'll wrap up with the last few questions here. But uh what have what's been one of your uh, favorite recent podcasts?
1: Oh, I'm listening to uh, Alex Hermozzi's hundred million dollar leads right now. Love it. Uh so that's that's pretty good. Um
0: is that's a auto that's a um audible book, right? An, an audio book.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, the launch was just this last weekend. So I ordered the book, but it hasn't come out. Actually, I Actually just got an email right before this that it, it shipped out, but he recorded it on his podcast. So it's an audio book on his podcast, the game The The whole book is on there for free.
0: Oh, wow. Okay, cool. I, um, I read the book he did before that. Yeah. hundred million dollars, something else. I think
1: offers. Yeah.
0: Offers. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. I like that one. Um,
1: yeah. This
0: may be the a, re, a repeat or maybe the same answer, but a uh, favorite recent book.
1: oh, um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I just started that. so uh, really, here's here's something. I read this book, uh, Untangled. I just finished it not too long ago, and it's uh, to help with parenting teenage daughters, right? It's like the seven transition of like girls going through their teenage years. And uh, that was super helpful for me. As I feel like lost in the sauce with understanding yeah. her reactions and like how to how to interact with her in a way that isn't like just shut down conversations, you know? So there was a lot of good psychology. So anybody with uh, with teenage or about to be teenage daughters, uh, read Untangled by Lisa D. I think is what it is.
0: I'm going to send it to my friend. My friend has two twin daughters who just turned 16. So uh, I'm going to send that to him immediately. Yeah.
1: Super helpful. Yeah, I think uh, I think Courtney from the from the group, Courtney Morris. I think he's the one that turned me on to it.
0: Cool. Um, we got favorite Instagram accounts and the way I describe this is it could just be purely entertaining or something you like you learn from educational, but something you see on Instagram that you like, you, you won't scroll past that you'll look at.
1: Uh, I don't I try not to follow too much of that shit, but it hits me like on my explore page and like random things. <laughs> yeah. Plus, yeah. people send me things. Like, I don't know anything that with dirty humor. I'm, I'm all about it right? like, love it love it yeah guilty pleasure
0: um uh this is actually somewhat relatable because you mentioned it earlier but uh favorite shoe
1: oh i uh i love the vivo barefoots. okay good i just became a a practitioner for them so now i get discount codes which has been pretty, pretty nice. i'll uh
0: i'll definitely uh send you some business with that because i've I've, you're the second person and i've just seen my instagram ads so i'm like okay how good is a shoe but you're the second person who says they've worn them they love them they recommend them so
1: yeah like barefoot. that's cool yeah i'm barefoot right now i'm barefoot all the time dude there's actually a period of time where i didn't this summer where i didn't wear shoes for like two weeks i had a meeting i had to go meet with a, somebody at a coffee shop and i didn't have i went to work without shoes i was like shit <laughs> 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 yeah i was like sorry i just don't have shoes I forgot He's, what a he, bum he, no shoes allowed or what's the deal uh, i nobody said anything yeah you know? there you go if you just go anywhere just have enough confidence people don't say anything right you
0: know? right like oh sorry i didn't realize i didn't realize that was a rule here
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um all right so we got uh and these are kind of just more like the finisher questions here but um anything in store for, here's I'll, I'll read you all three of them so anything in store for the future that you're excited about events maybe they perform better uh, summit is coming up um anything you want to plug so i guess like move move athletics would probably be the big one or anything else and then um this is uh my finishing question which if you don't have an answer for we can skip it but uh if you so what's the major highway that goes through springfield is it is it 89 or something like that
1: 91
0: is 90 is that is that mass pike 90 Uh, 90 is a mass pike oh 91 okay cool and that goes up through vermont right
1: uh i think so Yeah.
0: yeah something like that um all right. So you get a billboard on 91, right, right in Springfield. So this is a, this is a Tim Ferriss question, but uh, you steal the billboard for the day. So you get one quote mantra or saying that you can put uh, on the billboard. What would it be? Um,
1: gotcha. Yeah. All right. So um, I already forgot the first question.
0: <laughs> well, any, anything coming up, any events that you're excited oh. about?
1: Uh, well, I'm excited because, you know, we're, our pelvic floor service line is really growing. Uh, we're looking to expand. I mean, we've got, uh, including myself five clinicians right now on staff are looking to hire another nice. public floor. Uh, we're hoping to be able to expand into our neighbors location at some point. We're working on that. So that would be pretty exciting. But other than that, I got a ton of conferences coming up. I'm excited for all of them. I got Perform Better. I'm going to Ali's conference in November. We got the PT Biz Mastermind event coming up. I'm going to California for Bedros Collian. Like there's just there's a I'm pretty busy every weekend throughout the, yeah. <laughs> the next couple of months.
0: Well, I'm glad I was able to get on your schedule. Thank you, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm that's glad we awesome to matchup too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then anything else? I mean, um, I guess you want to plug like maybe just like the um the Instagram account or Facebook or check you guys yeah. out.
1: Check us out uh, on Instagram, just Move Athletics PT, uh, and then there's also Move Pelvic PT. You know, all all jammed together. Uh, I just put out. If you guys need some pelvic health and knowledge, I just put out. A ridiculous amount of blo- or we just put out a ridiculous amount of blogs uh, on pelvic health that like there's the ultimate guide and then it just leads to an infinite number of blo- probably not an infinite but probably like 15 more blogs from there <laughs> cool <Awesome. clears throat> and then Hi. oh the billboard yes uh i would say that uh i don't know how to put this in a sentence but i was like in know just like a quote i was on a podcast the other day and I kind of went on a tangent about like, there's no redos, right? Like, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, I think that's what I put is like, there are no redos. Like, so that doesn't quite get the message across, but like, if there's something that you're not happy about, if there's something that you want to change in your life, if you're in a miserable relationship, if you don't like your job, if there's an opportunity that you've been wanting to take, if there's a business that you've been talking about starting, like, Every second that you stay in that situation and you don't change your your current situation, you're losing that part of your life, right? There are no redos in life. You get one life. It's your job to make sure that you have the outcome that you want, right? Like nobody's coming to save you. You can stay in your current, not so terrible situation or terrible situation because it's comfortable because you know it, right? Or you can get outside of that comfort zone and, and change your life entirely. But but. To stay, they'll just stay with the devil that they know, instead of taking (laughs) taking the risk. I think the riskiest thing is staying exactly where you are. So, that would be that would be my thing: is act now. There's no redos.
0: I love that. That's awesome. You know, it's funny. I always ask this question, and even though I send people that line before, nobody nobody gets that far down. I feel like, and the and it's always. So profound. I'm like, <laughs> I I hope if I hope if somebody asked me that question, I would have as good of an answer as that. But uh, yeah, like this is my 60, maybe like 65th different guests I've had on the podcast. I I just have different guests on. I'm like, damn, yeah. everybody's had a really good answer. That's awesome. So this what's was- your
1: answer? What would be on your <laughs> oh,
0: you're gonna put me on the spot, um, so let's see so we get 90 we're i'm in providence so i got got a picture in my head so we get 95 so the way i ask people in the area i get the rob levine billboard do you know rob levine he's the heavy hitter here commercials for him so he's got a big billboard on 95 right next to the big blue bug um so i'm typically when i think about like this question for me anyway i think about like my local area like what what can i do for my local area like to make rhode island better um and and maybe more athletic or, or more fit. So I think I would just do a hashtag. Um, I think I would just say "Rody strong. Like I like, and it's and it's, it's short, it's sweet, but I think the meaning behind it would be, okay, let's all, let's all uh, a rising tide elevates all ships. Let's all be better as far as, um, you know, business wise, but also I think athletics wise that we have a lot of potential here, but we just got to put our heads together, whether it's the, the different gyms getting along—not that they don't—but they could they could uh, uh, incorporate with each other better, and that's been a big um, a big goal of mine with the podcast in general in this area is um, connecting different people, different trainers, different gyms. So uh, yeah, that, that's why I would go with Brody uh, Strong.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll, you started off with like I want to make my community better, and I instantly felt like a shitty person. I was like, uh. no,
0: no, no. <laughs> that's just the way I. That's just the way I envision it partially because of the location of where our where the billboard is where i'm picturing it because it's like the cityscape in the background but uh yeah yeah (laughs) cool awesome well um thank you man that had a lot of
1: fun that was good and thanks for having me
0: yeah so um i won't end the recording i'll talk to you quickly off the air but uh, i'm gonna shut it down here so uh roadie strength signing off